Welcome to the Chuang Vibes, your leisurely small talks with Tiffany Wong and Henry Chung. You can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and of course, YouTube, all under at Chuang Vibes. You can catch us on Instagram at Chuang Vibes and our personals at Henry Chung314 and our, well, Tiff underscore underscore Beck. Beck as in Beck Young. <laughs> Today we have a very, 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 very special guest. Yeah. First name starts with a J and ends with Un. Hello, June. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Welcome, June. Hello, everyone. I'm feeling. Uh, I'm feeling okay. like we're. But sorry, I, didn't, I wanted to talk. But my bad. My bad. You go. You go. My bad. I feel like we're recording for the radio show, and uh, our guest is so professional that I made him record himself and sending it to me. That's because you're lazy. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. that's better quality. Uh, sure. Anyways, because Tiff did such a terrible uh, introduction to June. June is our good friend at Spill the KT, our radio show. Yeah. Featured on WTBU at the Beat of Boston University. You can catch us. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to give the whole spiel of that. But uh, yes, he's our co, our third co-host for our radio show. And this is the first time he's been on our podcast. So it's going to be very exciting. Uh, yes. Unfortunately for June, we're going to be very personal, very intimate. We're going to get into the depths of everything in his life, which oh, wow. unfortunately he hasn't done in Spill the KT. So we're going to really, really just dive deep. <laughs> Almost a little too deep, but deep enough. Hopefully. So you're uh, going to take on the role of a paparazzi? Absolutely. But June, June, before we get into, you know, our topic for today, which we haven't actually told you yet, and we won't be telling you until a little later, uh, we're going to ask you to kind of give us a, a somewhat brief, somewhat long, somewhere in between introduction about yourself. Because personally, June, I actually don't know a lot about where you're from and where you went to high school and your high school activities and extracurriculars and all that spiel, right? You know when you go to interviews, you have to give that whole elevator pitch? Mm-hmm. That's basically what we're going to ask of you well, right now. super long version of it. Okay, super I, you long don't have to version. that long. I was, like, not 20 <laughs> minutes, please. Okay. Uh, my name is June, and I'm currently a junior at BU majoring in elementary education. I'm from Fort Lee, New Jersey, which is basically like the K-Town of New Jersey. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I live, I live like right across New York. So like we literally live on the other side of the bridge. And I went to Fort Lee High School. Uh, my hobbies <laughs> include- <laughs> That was it, damn. <laughs> um, well, I'm trying to think of like what else I would- have you lived oh. in Fort Lee your whole life? Yeah, um, so I was gonna... I moved a lot. I've... I've been to a different elementary school. Two different... Two... No, I've been to... Two to three different elementary schools. Two different middle schools. But then I stayed in one high school. And I Good switched back and forth between New Jersey and New York. That's Wait not too far. My head is so, just exploding. <laughs> yeah, it's like really complicated. So I was born in New Jersey. I went to, up to kindergarten in New Jersey. Then from kindergarten to second grade, I lived in New York. And then from second grade to sixth grade, I lived in New Jersey in a different town. And then from eighth grade, I went back to New York. And then in high, for all of high school, I went back to New Jersey. In Fort Lee. So, for New York, do you mean New York City or upstate New York? Yeah, so New York as in Queens, yeah. 
That's not too far from New Jersey. Yeah, not too far. Not too far. Are, are your parents on the fickle side? Possibly they don't really make decisions very well because it kind of seems from an outside perspective they don't really know what, where they want to live. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's more of like a custody thing because I like switched back and when I was little I switched back and forth between mm. my mom and dad. Mm -hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Nice. Uh, before we rudely interrupted you, you were actually about to get into like extracurriculars, activities, stuff like that. Right. Besides being on our lovely Spill the KT, uh, I... Yeah, very lovely, very lovely. <laughs> um, when it's like a normal semester without Corona, I'm involved in the dance club at BU, the, specifically for K-pop. Ooh, that's cool, actually. And then yeah. I'm... Yeah, and then I'm in a Christian acapella group at BU as well. Um, and then I'm also in the elementary education club. Are you a baritone by chance? Possibly a bass? I'm actually a tenor. Oh, I'm surprised. You had such a really, really deep voice. I just assumed. A <laughs> deep voice? Wow, <laughs> you're, you're like the first person who's ever said I had a deep voice. Because yeah, he's really... joking about it. Oh. What? She's lying! <laughs> first of all, Tiff, you're being very mean. Stop it. June, I think you had a very deep voice. I'm kind of surprised. But that's cool. I actually I, I had no idea about the Christian acapella was even a thing. Mm -hmm. But now I now I know. Yeah. Wow. When um, June and I Spiller uh, interned on the same radio show um, my first semester of freshman year, he told me that I should go to that K-pop dance group because they teach you dance very well. And I went once. You definitely need all the help dancing. That was that was it. <laughs> <laughs> I went once, and that was it. Did you enjoy it? Not really. <laughs> oh. It's my problem. See, okay, I I'm, I think I told Tiff this already, but I I'll tell June this. Uh, when I visited Korea back in like 2019, it was a summer vacation between my senior year of high school and my freshman year of college, and. I somehow found myself in a female-only K-pop dance routine thing. Okay, for context, I'm 6'4", and also I'm a guy. Okay, that that's a big thing, right? We don't want to get that mixed up. So I felt very, very out of place. And it was also weird because whenever you'd have to do your like move your arms above your head, my my arms would hit the ceiling, right? Which didn't give me a lot of room, per se. Anyways, uh, long story short, it was really, really embarrassing. It was really fun for no one besides me, I guess. And uh, we did like a recording at the end. You know how they use those fancy cameras and like the swivel things? I felt so bad for everyone who paid for that because anyone behind me just disappears. They just don't, they're not dancing because you can't see them. I was like, damn, you paid for that. That's really embarrassing. Uh, that was you last... yourself filmed? Oh yeah, I mean, it, it, it was a matter of like, how much of my body is in it. If my head was in it, that was a good thing. It was more of just like my torso to my neck was in it. Right? That's better for the viewers. Okay, that wasn't nice. That's fine, that's fine. Yeah, so that was my first and hopefully last time I ever danced and hope they never do that again. That was terrifying. But I think that was a really good introduction, June. I definitely learned more. I'm sure the, the listeners at home also did. Usually what we do Right, before we get into the topic, is we like to play a little game, June. 
little little game, right? Sometimes it's a word association game. Sometimes it's a guessing words game. But we have a very special game for you, June, because as someone who is on our Korean radio show, we have something that I think is tailored for you. And it's the it's the guess the song game. I'm going to oh play <laughs> one second of the official music video of songs. Actually, I'll play one second of the song on Spotify, right? You know all of the songs. I I'm do. gonna give you one second. I'll turn it off. You have to guess it. If you don't guess it, I'll give. I'll go up to three seconds. And if you don't get it by five seconds, we're gonna say we take the W and you took the L. How does that sound? <laughs> oh no! Perfect. My, perfect. My spill the KT knowledge is on on the line. <laughs> yeah, it absolutely is. This is gonna be really embarrassing if you mess it up. Um, let's see. Let me get the songs ready. Okay. It's not ready. I, it's ready. It's ready. Okay. Are you ready for this? Okay. Three, two, one. All right, that's all spring. you get. Okay, spring day. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> See, I told you it's too easy for him. Yeah, okay, so spring day by, by BTS. All right, that wasn't hard. Um, that's good. That's good. I expected you to get that. I expected you to get that. Okay. Three, two, one. Mic truck by BTS. Okay, okay, very good, very good, very good. Two for two, two for two. Just play half a second. <laughs> wait. Oh, I think we got him. Do you want me we're to play? Gonna, yeah. Wait, wait, we're gonna, wait. We're gonna speak over it while he plays. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> DNA by BTS. How? Oh, He's crazy! Oh my no, god. I was like confused between DNA and Idol. Wow, I don't think wow. I can do that to Exo songs. That was pretty amazing. <laughs> uh, Tiffany, funnily enough, I only had three songs prepared, but I actually have one song for you, Tiff. It's gonna be really embarrassing if you don't get this. Okay. <laughs> Why do you have to pick such an obvious one? Can you just say it? It's Love Shot by EXO! Okay, nice. Well, that was our little game to get everyone warmed up and ready. Uh, June, I'm impressed because I actually, for that last one, I didn't tell you I was playing it, and then I stopped it like half a second early, and you still yeah. got it. <laughs> and so, I was speaking over it. Yeah, that was really impressive. Dang. I guess you can stay on the radio show. I guess, <laughs> I guess you proved yourself. Darn it. <laughs> but anyways, that really had nothing to do with our, our topic at all. But Tiff, you want to kind of give an introduction about the topic and go straight into the questions. Yeah, I guess um, I was just really interested in like your major and what you're doing. And then Henry's like, that's too specific. Uh, we oh, need to we go. go for the larger picture. Oh, and, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so we uh, broadened the topic into turning passions into careers. I don't see how that's different from what I came up with. Yeah, that's different. She was but... like, June, how does it feel to sleep on the right side of the bed with your left head <laughs> tilted at a 16 degree angle? A little too specific, Tiffany. A little too specific. Yeah, so we wanted to know um, your passions, like what you like to do growing up. Mm. My passion. Um, well, first off, my number one passion is my relationship with my bed. Um, that's, See? 
I could have gotten that. Let's go. Non dis that's non-disputable. Yeah, that's, so that's that makes three of us. I, I mean, Tiffany one. was sleeping five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is my number one passion. But um, my passions growing up, I think mostly um, had to do with music. I think I've always liked music ever since I was little. I always like sang with my sister. That's adorable. Um, yeah, we we loved listening to like songs in the car and the singing. Mm -hmm. And I think another one is movies. Like I really enjoyed movies and like how they're made. So like how, what kind of effects go into it? What kind of lighting? What kind of equipment is used? Wow. Things like that. Hey, hey Tiff, right, take some notes. You might need this for your <laughs> class. <laughs> I, I'm a film major too. And I, <clears throat> I don't think about any of that. <laughs> but oh um, yeah, I, I see your uh, I see you're still posting, um, you know, acapella and then like cover songs on Instagram. I follow your mm. um, other Instagram account that posts songs. So mm. are you still doing that right now? Um, yeah, I try to do it whenever I have time. And then I know like um, I sometimes ask like friends to do collabs together. That's adorable. I, yeah. Wait, can you Harry plug this? I, I, wants to I participate. Yeah, I'll be I'll be the uh, soprano. The baritone. <laughs> no, um, so I have a very high voice, man. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh oh <God>. no. <laughs> My bad. Uh, <laughs> but actually, we'll have you plug all of this at the end. Don't worry. We'll have you plug mm. all of this. I'm really curious because I actually didn't even know this existed. But apparently Tiff just decided to just close this information to herself because she, <laughs> at night, likes to watch you sing. To make you feel better. <laughs> I totally forgot until he mentioned it. Dang. Nice. So you, did you feel like your passions for singing and movies, were they attainable? As in, like, did you feel like as you started to grow up, right? Because a lot of us feel this way. We have something that we really, really enjoy, but, you know, whether it's from family pressures or societal pressures or friends saying, you know, that's stupid or just yourself, like kind of internalizing. Did you find like later on as you grew up, you know, these are things I really like, but I kind of need to find something that I can make a career. Mm -hmm. I think even up till high school, like I changed my, like my decisions for like what I wanted to do in the future so many times. Mm -hmm. Like I know like, I think up till senior year, I was like dead set on being a film major mm -hmm. and like going into that field. Tiff, put and your hands down. I think like, <laughs> I think at some point before that I wanted to do like something in the medical field too, because I know that I liked helping people. So you want to be a medical field film, film filmmaker genius. That's really impressive. <laughs> yeah. And then it all changed again. At like midpoint senior year to teaching because mm. that's when i realized like i think i like teaching the most out of all the passions i have really that's interesting so what exactly kind of changed your mindset right because it seemed like for a really mm. long time you were kind of dead set on film yeah know? um honestly i thought teaching would be like the last thing i would do because I was just dying to get out of school, but then I chose a career where I had have to be in school forever. Yeah, nice go, nice one. Um, <laughs> but um, 
the specific thing that made me want to do it was I was so my high school made us do like mandatory community service hours so we had to do like 50 hours before we graduated mm -hmm. and so I was just doing this volunteer thing in the summer where um I was in this third grade classroom as a TA mm -hmm. teaching like math and science and then it was my f I've done like summer camps before but I've never like taught like subjects yep so I thought um after that experience it made me realize like it's something that like I actually enjoy doing mm. and something that I could see myself like continuing to do in the future so that's why I decided to do it mm -hmm. wow someone actually changed his career paths because of those um <clears throat> mandatory volunteer hours yeah pretty that's, impressive that's very unique so I guess I mean we, you talk a lot about how you started to realize that you were enjoying teaching right mm -hmm. but i find it still strange that you chose one over the like teaching over the others right was there a mm -hmm. point point maybe you felt like oh you know i don't know if i'm that interested in in film or like i don't know if i'm really going to invest all that time like, i don't know was there like that sort of moment for you yeah um yeah so ultimately it was like between film and teaching yeah but um what made me decide one over the other was I guess I felt like I wasn't like as prepared as like other people going into film mm -hmm. like um interesting I remember I was in this um I don't know if you guys know it. it's like IB classes like yeah, yeah, I yeah. Wasn't, it's like the yeah. it's like advanced classes but like a different idea like, yeah I was in this IB film class and then the kids in that class like the kids that wanted to go into film i felt like they were so much more like handy and more equipped compared to That's me and like because i am not in that class <laughs> true true like i probably watched you know 10 films before going into a film major <laughs> that's it you did <laughs> what no apparently not but like i like I watch very few films in comparison to other students, I guess. But like I don't feel they're too advanced. <laughs> you know. Okay, what is she saying? <laughs> okay. So I guess uh, my my follow up question to that is now looking back, right in retrospect, because obviously when you, you're in the moment, it's harder to know whether or not you're like, right or wrong. But four years basically have passed. Do you regret? your decision or are you happy that you made you know what i'm glad i did or do you see yourself almost doing both eventually i definitely i don't regret my decision but i do regret not continuing it even as like a hobby mm -hmm. i do definitely regret not continuing as a hobby but um yeah i don't think i regret choosing education over film because mm -hmm. it's something that i like, the more I learned about it, the more I started to like it even more. That's good. Also, so June there's... has, like, a really ASMR, silky voice. I if know. I'm a th if I'm in third grade, I'm I'm sorry, June. I'm going You're to fall, fall asleep. asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, what are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, that's funny, because every time... So, whenever I teach, there's usually a supervisor there, and she's always telling me how, like, you're, you're so very calm mm -hmm. throughout mm -hmm. it all. And I'm just like... You know what? It can be exciting sometimes too. I think know? that's a good thing though. Imagine if you match the energy of like these eight-year-olds. It's gonna be almost a disaster 
But if you're able to bring down their energy, right? You know that uh, one, two, three eyes on me. Oh, <laughs> you, that, that sort of thing. Yeah. That's like the idea, right? Because that brings down all the kids' energy. And they're like, oh, I'm falling asleep now, <laughs> right? But actually, I, I guess a, a, a interest, something I was curious about was: Do you see yourself? You know, we've talked a lot about your lead up to education, right? Mm-hmm. But I kind of want to talk about a little bit about your 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 path through education and the experience you've had in the last three years rather than the last like you know 20 i think Mm -hmm. one thing i was curious about was you know you talked a little bit about how you volunteered for some younger kids but do you find yourself uh, in the future teaching for a younger audience or you know an age group of like 20 year olds 15 year olds is there something that you're dead set on yeah so i definitely think i want to teach more of the younger age ga- age group i think i just think like my energy and my like vibe goes better Your with younger vibe. age yeah <laughs> <laughs> are you yeah, saying we're like... elementary school kids i'm saying no. we're <laughs> <laughs> we gotta be preschoolers but, oh. but yeah um it's only because i feel like middle school and high schoolers it takes a lot more energy i guess to deal with them and then i just don't have like the endurance to do that yeah and also i just don't think middle schoolers and high schoolers are all that interesting (laughs) to teach i think i honestly think yeah i honestly think the minds of children are more fascinating than like middle school high school yeah that's a good point tip you have yeah because you had a lesson today that you taught yeah can you you talk a little bit more about that oh um it went pretty well better than i expected but i think because i was getting like graded on it so like i was a supervisor was there and she was grading me on my teaching i guess i got a little nervous so (laughs) i started like stuttering Mm -hmm. so that's one thing that i I didn't feel so good about today, but I think it went pretty well. I taught um, second graders about synonyms today. What's a synonym? I'm just kidding. I didn't go back to second grade. Oh, okay. <laughs> Drew freaked out. That's I was the about to see whether he's going to teach me or not. <laughs> Put him on the spot. Yeah. Wait, but I thought you were teaching lessons like the week before and then the week before that. Like I thought you were doing it every week. Yeah, I am. So this week is like a language arts lesson on synonyms. And then next week, I would have to do a social studies lesson and then so on and so on. Interesting. Wow. So you were teaching online, I think. You mentioned yeah, that. teaching online. Mm-hmm. I, I have a really random question, right? Because we all hear from like our parents and our teachers how generations have changed so much in the last 10, 20 years, right? Every, every new generation <laughs> is just completely different. Do you find that there's already a big culture difference between your age and the age of the kids you're teaching? Because you, I, so when I was uh, in high school, right, I actually did a lot of tutoring for middle schoolers, and one thing I couldn't get my head around was how this was when back back when Fortnite was so popular, and these kids couldn't think of anything besides Fortnite terms. So I had to equate all the math terms to Fortnite guns, and I had to look up what Fortnite 
terms were just to teach them right because it was just impossible otherwise and do you feel like you you've noticed any of that cultural difference no yeah definitely there's a big cultural difference i feel like the generation right now like the kids right now it's hard because well i think it's commendable because they're really fast with technology like compared to our generation like they're really fast at like learning how to like how to figure out how things work but the bad thing is they get so like into it that like it's hard to teach them like how we learned when we were kids wait can you give us an example that's kind of freaky <laughs> yeah so for example like like even like what you said about the Fortnite thing they'll be like they're so obsessed with like the trends these days that that's just all the, what they're talking about so there's no like when we were kids we would go outside actually outside to the park or something or hang yeah, out yeah. at the playground the kids these days they're just playing they do play dates or whatnot and then all they do is just play games damn i wish i lived in that generation you <laughs> are in that generation you play games okay okay i didn't have to have play dates online okay i got yeah. i'll get bullied for that thanks tiff it's sad like they toys aren't as popular as they were when we were kids really yeah, it's all about the electronics, the iPads, the tablets, games. Holy smoke. I don't know about you guys, but I, I think I got my first phone in middle school, and it was just really, I'm going to say crappy Nokia. Yes. Like, it barely called, and I think I used it only, only to learn how to solve a Rubik's Cube. And even that was nearly impossible with the instructions on the internet back then, but I can't even imagine giving my third, like, third grade. Hey, do you want an iPad Pro Plus? <laughs> Which one do you want, the iPhone 11 or iPhone 12? <laughs> no, legit, some of these kids are so, like, bougie. Like, I saw this one kid come in with, like, an Apple Watch and AirPods, and I was like, bro, wow. I want one. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. But isn't there a rule in, like, elementary schools that you can't use electronics in classrooms? True, yes, but, like... Oh, but they're online. So. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure as the years go by, it's going to get harder and harder to not have technology in classrooms. Eventually, yeah. everything's going to be taught using technology, right? I don't know if you guys remember, but back in the good old days, we had, I think the biggest te technological feat we had was the smart board. <clears throat> yes. Like when that came into schools, like every teacher was so shocked. Even the, honestly, I was shocked. It was something that, like, it had, like, a, a microphone so the teacher didn't have to yell and so that you could talk into it. It had all the different pens, and you'd walk up and you'd write on the smart board and be like, oh, my God. But now these kids are, like, throwing holograms at each other and, and creating the... I, I don't know. In, in 20 years, they might be, I don't know, 3D printing their homework out. It's kind of scary. <laughs> do you know, like, um, do you know what those, like, the Elmo's? You know, like I know the... Elmo, but I don't know about the Elmos. <laughs> so like, it's like the thing where they lay like paper or something, and there's a camera, and then there's another camera that shoots to the smart board, so you can see the paper. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like That's when I was in every I thought... classroom, classroom. Yeah, I thought that was the most mind blowing thing ever when I was a kid. But now they're just like the paper's yeah, not even just... there. Yeah, we don't <laughs> even need... we don't even need the paper anymore. We can just write on the screen. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It. I guess um, something that really dissuaded me from education was 
well, one, I hate children. <laughs> I can't deal with them. But two, it's it's such a big responsibility, right? Yeah. You're almost being trusted with the next generation, right? Because we've seen there's generations where it's a lot worse than some and some that are a lot better than others. And so I guess my next question is, what do you hope to teach the kids that you, you know, get the opportunity to teach besides, you know, social studies and math? Because obviously, you know, you're going to do a great job at that. But is there something else that you're trying to, like, really help those kids learn? Maybe it comes to, like, patience or getting off their phones, you know? I think... Even when I went into education, my goal was, like, to... Like, the main goal was to teach more, like, kindness. Because mm-hmm. I feel like kindness can really, like, help with a lot of things. And But, like, I think, like, my biggest goal is to just contribute to helping the next generation not become, like, effed up people. Well said. <laughs> like, yeah, because, like... Like, even if, like, say there are kids where their family situation isn't so good at the moment, like, Mm -hmm. it doesn't help if I, as a teacher, also contribute to that. So, like, I might as well become, like, at least one positive Mm. influence in their lives so that when they grow up... Because, like, it's a lot of psychology stuff, too. Like, kids, like, it's so important what happens during those years because it influences what they become when they grow up and who they become yep. so it's really important to become that positive influence for them that's yeah. so wholesome <laughs> well yeah. now you said that I think the most memorable teachers um, I've had were in elementary school like I developed this super close relationship with all of them because I went to boarding elementary school so like um, I would just be spending the whole week with my teachers and um, one of the literature teachers really liked my like prose and that really got me started um, in writing so um, like even if um, my writing improved a lot more after that I don't really remember all the other teachers words about my writing but I still go back to my elementary school time and remember how that teacher asked me to get up and read my prose in front of the class because she thought it was good and I think that really started my passion for writing so Mm. I do agree that um, what teachers do in elementary school years are like more somewhat more important than the later years yeah. yeah it's also different because like compared to like middle school and high school like your elementary school teachers your relationship with them is more personal i feel mm-hmm. like middle school is when you start kind of cutting that relationship i'm not saying that's always the case but like usually like that's when you start to focus more on like your academics and like your like route to mm-hmm. becoming an adult so you kind of stop being like the relationship kind of cuts off at that point. Yeah, I, I'm still in contact with my elementary school teachers, but not my like middle school teachers. Yeah. Harry yeah. thought that's weird that I'm still in contact with my elementary school classmates. Yeah, I'm going to be honest, that's really weird. <laughs> like, I, when I go home, um, some of my elementary teachers will recognize me, which is which is insane. Because when I back then I was 4 foot 11, now I'm 6 foot 5, and 
I don't even know how you recognize that. But your that. face didn't change at all. It, it did. It did a lot. I'm a really chubby kid. And really, really oh, tan. Really? Like Filipino tan. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I was very different back then. But I was. I always thought it was pretty amazing that they were able to do that. Right? That just shows like, what, 10, 12 years ago? They, they cared a lot then, and they still care a lot now. Right? Yeah, uh, I mean... That's pretty amazing. I just feel like elementary school teachers just growing to part of your family almost like they know your okay, like on, parents hold on, hold on. like they, they know they know your parents and they know other parents and other parents know your parents true, 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 and true, they true, all true. follow your um path of growth and like they try to keep track of where you are right they're now. stalking you that's what you're saying <laughs> they want to know where you live your social security number and uh your ad yeah every, just, you, you, you have a you have a problem with that i don't i think that's sweet <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh you think that's sweet do you mean like the identity theft part or the the, the teachers caring about you part apparently the, the later one okay i just wanted to clarify i'm glad i'm glad yeah uh, but before you know we end uh our wonderful episode off i actually was curious on not so much your education aspect but your radio show and your other extracurriculars, right? Because I was thinking about it. You definitely don't need to t have a radio show to be in education, right? It's almost, if you looked at it from a whole, it'd be like, oh, that's really different. So I guess if you could kind of talk us through the process of you being like, you know what, I'm gonna do certain things, not really have anything to do with education, but I kind of want to do them anyway. Mm -hmm. I think it's cause, um. Like in high school, I mainly joined clubs for college mm -hmm. and like I liked some of them, but like in the end, I didn't really, really like all of them. So I think after coming to college, I decided like, well, I'm surround, I'm doing education like every single day anyways. So I might as well take the time like for myself and do things that I actually like want to do. It's mm -hmm. so like I like made it a goal like starting freshman year well it it got canceled because of covid but like yeah. every semester i would join like a new club that like i would have interest in mm -hmm. so like, i started that and it was really nice, nice. like just trying things that because like i feel like this is probably the last opportunity because like after college like there is no clubs yeah. <laughs> it's you just get more cement, yeah. cemented you know yeah it's harder yeah i guess let's say june i am in high school my name mm. is uh, July, right? Oh, okay. nothing, nothing in association with your name at all, I swear. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. No. I live in Fort He, New York, <laughs> and oh, wow. you know, I'm kind of debating about what I want to do, right? Obviously I'm young and I, nothing's finalized, but I'm unsure because college is somewhere, I mean, you kind of have to finalize it eventually in college, right? What sort of advice would you give to a listener who is in a similar situation and is unsure as to whether or not they want to pursue one thing or the other. Maybe they want to pursue both. Maybe they're just like, you know what? There's just something else out there. What if you could take uh, something from your own experiences and pass it on? What would that be? Um, I think definitely like out of the two options, which one would you be okay with doing? for the next 10 years and which one would be the one that you can't go on 10 years without doing Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. 
Wow. And then I would say drop the one that you're okay with. Yeah. Because even if you end up discovering that later on the choice you made was a mistake, mm-hmm. you, there's always time to change what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. For some so of us. So go with that. Yeah, go with that choice. What do you mean for some of us? <laughs> you know, for some of us, you know, we just don't have much more time left. Who knows? That yeah. ended on a really morbid note. My God. So basically, Tip, what he's trying to tell you is please stop I'm trying to tell piano. me. Stop the piano, man. It's just not worth it. You know? Stick to uh, making pumpkin pie. Yeah, I made know. pumpkin cake yesterday. It, you it, changed it, it to cake? It, it, it somehow went wrong. <laughs> so I had a feeling it was going to go wrong before you even made it. But June, I really, really do appreciate you coming out today on Thank a you for late night. Me. That was super insightful. I think you mm-hmm. threw in some banger sentences that we're going to use for clickbait. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, just beautiful phrases, prose. Uh, Tiffany would describe it as, or her elementary <laughs> school teacher would have described it as. But again, thank you so much. Uh, thank everyone, you, me. you can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube at Truong Vibes, as well as our Instagram at Truong Vibes, and our personals at HenryChung314 and at Tiff underscore underscore Beck, Beck as in Beck Hyun. June, I'm going to give you the floor for however long you want. Plug everything and anyone and everyone. Uh, you can shout out anybody you would like. This yeah, is your, your dog. Okay, wow. Okay, um, uh, shout out to Spill the KT. At oh, WTV. Yeah, so sad first. Um, <laughs> shout out to my dog. Wolf, um, wolf. Yeah, Popo. Um, shout out to my acapella group, VU mm. MC'd. And what's the B-U. Instagram? Yeah, it's VU underscore MC'd. And then a shout out to the music account at Listen to Us to Do. Listen to Us, what? <laughs> like you know like the sound that instruments like toot toot i thought you were doing like a like a never mind i'm not gonna describe <laughs> what i thought it was uh, june yes. do you have any uh, like personal instagram accounts that you'd like to plug as well oh yes um my instagram is june buggy one two two five june buggy yeah that's my el- that's that's a nickname for my elementary school teacher wow yeah and it's all comes full <laughs> circle in this episode <laughs> quite beautiful and intentional definitely not on you know not an accident but june thank you so much for taking time out of the day hope everyone has a wonderful weekend and stays safe and healthy mm-hmm. All right, guys, see you, you next week bye bye